On November 11th, join us for Benzinga's 7th Annual FinTech Awards. It's going to be a day full of networking, deal-making, and recognition of incredible achievements that you won't want to miss. Welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. We've had some great interviews with the teams behind Pixel Vault, Artblocks, The Vogu Collective, Robatos, The Doge Pound, Oniforce, Crypto Dads, Dizzy Dragon, Sup Duck, and more. We also did an NFT giveaway. Definitely stay tuned for more NFT giveaways coming soon. We've got a great show today. We're going to be talking top headlines and stories in the NFT space and also listening to your questions from the chat. So if you've got a project you would like to talk about, stay tuned and we will let you know. Uh, Guys, this is The Roadmap. All right, everyone. Yeah, uh, this is The Roadmap. Benzinga's new NFT show now airing Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time, featuring myself and my co-host, Maz. Maz, what's what's going on, buddy? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Chris? Uh, today's going to be a different episode, right? We have no guests today, so we're going to kind of venture out and get lost into this NFT world. So, you know, it's going to be a little different, but exciting nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, three episodes this week, right? Something we haven't done yet, um, but we are going to be, you know, uh, talking to our chat today, uh, looking for some projects out there that maybe we don't know. And we're also going to be covering the the top headlines, right? And one of the things with, uh, you know, having these great interviews is we haven't been able to get to as many of the news stories as normal, um, but we definitely have you know, some to get to today. But Maz, uh, for anyone who missed our episodes, you know, earlier this week, we had uh, SVS, right? Sneaky Vampire Syndicate, and then Crypto Dads yesterday. And and not only was Crypto Dads an interview yesterday, Maz, uh, they also announced Roadmap 2.0 right here on our show live. So if you are not subscribed to Benzinga, if you are not paying attention to these Roadmap videos, you are missing out. We got a lot of alpha yesterday from Crypto Dads. What do you think, Mass? Yeah, shout out to the Crypto Dads and the community. It was great. So seeing them, you know, premiere their Roadmap 2.0 live on Benzinga's show, you know, on our show was awesome. You know, I think it's a great way to bring in a new crowd. And it's a great way to, to put it out there because we can discuss it uh, from a non-biased point of view. So I would love to see more projects doing that in the future. I thought that was great. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, for anyone in the chat, I mean, look at that. You can see these comments right here on the screen with our new layout. Maz, I'm loving this layout, uh, but I think it's time. Let's dive into our headlines. And then, of course, at the end of our show, we want everyone in the chat to let us know what projects are you big fans of, right? What projects do you have NFTs in? What projects should we take a look at? So stay tuned for that. Maz, I want to take a a quick look at the top 10, right? So every week I look at the top 10 by sales volume on Crypto Slam. And we talked about this on Tuesday. You know, there was a couple new ones in there. Also the Sandbox, right? We talked about yesterday. They are still in the top 10. But the one that really caught my eye, number seven on the list today, number eight on the, or number seven on the week now, with $10 million in sales volume is Desperate Ape Wives. Um, I had not heard of this project <laughs> until today, Maz, and it, it's kind of different, right? And this was a project that minted in late October, and it is inspired by the Desperate Housewives. It's a collection of 10,000 apes <laughs> that launched 0.08 mint. They now have a floor of 0.7, and NFL player Des Bryant he got his hands on four of these. Um, Mass, had you heard of this project at all? I did. I did hear about it. You know, when it came out, I didn't follow through with it. But it's funny looking at them. So, does each ape have a wife that they kind of match their traits to? I'm curious if that's how they did it, or you know, this one looks like uh, the Flintstones wife. Yeah. Right here, so, so, so I saw. <laughs> so there's Wilma, and then um, I, I've got some other pictures. There was also a Marge Simpson looking one. A Lois. <laughs> uh, there's Marge right there. <laughs> You got Lois from Family Guy. Oh, so, yeah, I, I think they went more for the, you know, those traits versus the board ape traits. But, you know, one of the things that's mentioned right on their website, Maz, is it says 
the apes are cool, but where are the ladies? So they clearly are embracing the fact that bored ape, I mean, bored ape is, you know, male apes, right? And yeah. there is not female. There are some feminine looking ones in the bored ape collection, which we're actually going to get to with our next topic. Um, but this is interesting. A 0.7 floor mass right now in a bear market. Um, despite being a 0 0.08 mint price, uh, what do you think? Is this just because we're seeing celebrities get into the oh, Wonder Woman too? See, they really <laughs> went after these traits. Yeah, it's interesting because there's 10,000 pieces, but if you look at distribution, it's about 48% of you know unique owners. Um, I just think it's connected close enough to the board ape you know brand, and if the board apes are buying it, you know, it kind of brings that value to them as well as the secondary piece. Um, yeah, I mean, anything apes usually tend to do well, but it's great to see these this specific project do well, like you said, in a bear market. Uh, my thing, I'm guessing it's because it's correlated to board apes enough, and the board apes are probably buying it, to be honest. Yeah, and that's what I think is maybe the board ape, uh, you know, holders are buying into this project. Um, yeah. I, I it was not tied to it in any way. We have seen some of these eight projects, Maz, you know, offer a free mint, right, to anyone who yeah. owns Board Ape. And this one did not do that to my recollection. Um, yeah. So, I mean, to, to sell out and to also see the floor rise like this, I mean, this is looking like an interesting project. I do see a comment there in the chat from Crypto Morning Show. As an artist, how are they getting past trademarks? That's a great question. And it's something yeah. we've seen with a lot of these, right? We talked about Shiboshis on the show yesterday and they have an Iron Man theme and a Batman theme, right? I, I think that's just something we, we've grown accustomed to, right? To see, you know, artwork in these NFT projects that maybe is trademarked and really until we start to see the lawsuits pop out. I mean, there's Batman ears right there, Catwoman. Mm -hmm. um, till we start to see the lawsuits pop up, I just think these projects are just going for it. I mean, would that be fair to say, Mass? Yeah, and you know, since it's mostly on OpenSea, I think their policy is a little more lenient towards you know any of these copyrights. I'm assuming, from what I remember, you have to make a claim for them to even think about taking it down, or else they won't take it down. Um, so we've seen a couple projects get taken down before because yeah, they do you know infringe on some trademarks or copyright. So it's interesting to see that. I do see that becoming a problem, you know, as more and more projects come in, uh, especially since these companies are getting in right. Mar Oh, it looks like we lost Maz. Uh, I know he was going to talk. Yeah, Marvel, DC. We're seeing, you know, some of the big companies get into the space. Maz, we got you back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I had <laughs> right. a little crash there. All yeah, right. Yeah. So you were saying Marvel, DC, uh, you know, getting into yeah. the NFT space. Uh, keep going on that thought there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to affect these, like, you know, Batman style, you know, profile pictures that people are launching. If they do file claims for it, uh, we will see. But it's a great question. Yeah, great point there. This project's definitely going to be on my on my watch list, Maz. Uh, we'll see if they can keep the community engaged. I didn't look to see how big their Discord was. I think they had 23,000 followers on Twitter. Um, but, I mean, a 0. 0.7 floor in this environment is definitely nothing to sneeze at. So uh, definitely on watch. Uh, Desperate Ape Wives. Uh, Maz, what do we get? Oh, 51,000 in the Discord is what I just found wow. out. Wow. This project, Maz, uh, definitely uh, might be worth researching more. Yeah, um, Twitter. Yeah, what do we what do we got next, Maz? Uh, for yeah. our for our headlines here. So speaking of apes, you know we had you know our title today, which is you know if you've read it, so Kylie Jenner tries to buy a board ape, right? So there's a tweet going around of uh, DM from Kylie Jenner's Twitter asking to buy a board ape from someone. So yeah, if you see the tweet here. Um, so she's asked, Hey, you know, are you interested in selling me your pink board ape? Uh, you know, I'm absolutely in love with it. So apparently this person blocked her after and denied her from that. Um, and now we're just kind of questioning whether this was real or fake. And, you know, we've seen that we've had the community, you know, provide some feedback of what they feel, you know, about the culture, you know, are they coming in to try to just monetize off the culture since it's popular is the tweet real? You know, so many questions. Uh, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the tweet could go either way, right? In today's internet age, I mean, you, you can make fake posts. You can really, you know, get around that. But to me, I kind of think it's real. And I saw that actually back in September, 
Kylie was placing, um, you know, wrapped ETH bids on some apes. Um, and it was from a verified OpenSea account called Kylie LA with her picture. So, I mean, I've got to think that that was her and the fact that she was, you know, trying to buy apes back then. But the point that everyone makes, Maz, is, you know, it, it, Kylie's got a lot of money. So it's kind of like, yeah. why is she not just buying um, apes? So it it must be, you know, if that's the case, that she she fell in love with this one ape and really, really wants it. Can if we bring this, that image up for that ape so we can see it? I've got it. I've got it there right okay. there. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's pink fur. Um, you know, it's not like the rarest one, Maz. I saw it was ranked, uh, 3,648 on rarity tools. So, um, you know, pink fur, it's got the earring, uh, it's, it's decent, but you know, there's other pink apes listed, um, for 39 ETH right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and the other thing, yeah, we've got people in the chat saying that they would (laughs) sell her an ape. That was one of the common things, right. Is, you know, then everyone started shilling her their ape. And also on the flip side, Maz, this, this, uh, desperate ape wives, they started tweeting at her, right. And saying, Hey, we got female apes if you want one of these. So, um, I kind of, you know, if this is real, I don't understand, you know, why the blocking and why the, you know, not engaging with her. Um, why not try to get her connected to buy another ape? I mean, is the community just not want Kylie Jenner to be a, a part of it? I, I've got to find that hard to believe given her, you know, huge following. But uh, what what do you think, Maz? You know, should, should they be embracing Kylie if this is the case? Or, you know, should they try to distance themselves? You know, it's because we're at an interesting point with board, specifically board apes, the NFT community as a whole. You know, it's, it was such a small community at first. Um, you know, these apes minted at a low price. A lot of these guys have been in since day one. So they formed some sort of bond to their apes. And seeing, you know, these larger influencers come in, I'm sure they can feel like they're just almost trying to steal from the culture that they've worked so hard to put in. That's one way to look at it. But, you know, I personally see it as a way to create mass adoption, right? Someone like Kylie Jenner buying an ape, dude, that's huge. You know, so many people are going to hear about it. And again, we're talking about the metaverse and your identity. Board apes, you know, they're the, they're the hot thing to own in in the metal in the metaverse right now that we have. You know, you have a profile picture on Twitter. It's an ape. You automatically have some sort of clout to your name. So, you know, seeing that if this tweet by Kylie's real, dude, that proves the point that board apes, you know, are the go-to profile picture in the NFT world right now, which is pretty crazy. I would definitely sell her an ape, would you? <laughs> I, I would for sure. I mean, <laughs> that, that's huge, right? I mean, you're able to say forever that you sold your ape to Kylie Jenner. I mean, th- that's a flex just like owning one, right? And chances are you could sell her one and then, you know, go buy a different one, right? If, if you really want to stay in the community. And the person that owns this ape, it's not even their profile picture on Twitter, right? So it's not like yeah. they've built a brand identity, right? Because we've seen that with, you know, Art Chick, with uh, Richard, who turned down the big bid on the CryptoPunk, right? He said that Mm -hmm. he built his brand around it. He could never sell it. That's not the case with this one. Um, So again, I I question it a little bit, but to each their own. I mean, you're free to to hold and to not sell. Um, But that's a great point, Maz, you know, that if she really is trying to get an ape. And also on the flip side, how many other communities out there right now are seeing this and they're like, oh my gosh, we we wish we could get a celebrity that big, um, you know, to want into our project. So that's something yeah. too. And, and Matt, speaking of Bored Apes and their huge community and, you know, everyone wanting to use it. I don't know if you saw this, but last night, an NBA game featured a pair of sneakers worn by Tyrese Halliburton. Uh-huh. With board ape number eight four zero nine on his shoes, there it is. Speaking cool. of pink those fur, so cool. look at those shoes. I mean, this is awesome, right? And those he's not the only NBA player that owns an ape. So someone already called out Josh Hart, Steph Curry, saying, "Hey, where's your ape? How come you are not wearing your ape during a game?" Um, Dude, those are so sick. I mean, yeah. And then the the question now is, so these were Nikes. And the question is, you know, does Nike try to partner? Do they try to release some Bored Ape shoes? And and Maz, I'll go one step further, right? Because I'm always thinking the investment angle here. Steph Curry owns a Bored Ape. Steph Curry is an investor in Under Armour and a major partner with them. He has his own shoe line. Yeah. Should Under Armour 
be hitting up Steph Curry right now saying, hey, let's try to release an ape shoe featuring your board ape. Uh, I, I feel like that's a, a money opportunity, right? Huge. You know, and that's the thing we're going to see with owning the IP through for your NFT, right? Cool cats, board apes, punks. You're going to be able to almost audition them for things. We talked to Crypto Dads yesterday. They said the same thing, right? You're going to own these NFTs. You can license them to Nike, Under Armour, whoever, and just make profit, extra income, which will be crazy to see. I see that as a huge possibility. Absolutely. Definitely. And then along with the NBA shoes, Maz, earlier this year, I saw a NH or a goalie mask of a NHL player, Keith Kincaid. He's a goalie in the Rangers organization. He has an ape on his mask. I love that. So he wears this in all his games. And at the end of the season, he will be auctioning off this mask for charity. Um, so, I mean, Board Ape is, is just such a huge brand now, right? And we saw that with the auction, right? Where someone bid on the 101 apes and, you know, the question is, what will they do with them? But, I mean, that goalie mask, these shoes, that is just insane, you know, marketing too. And that's the other thing. Yeah. Board Ape didn't do this. They didn't pay for this. These are their holders that mm -hmm. are doing this and highlighting the brand further. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I just, you just reminded me of something. So when I'm on social media now, I see all these kids, they have Steph Curry's profile, his ape as their profile picture. So, you know, it's interesting, interesting to see that, you know, they're going to use, let's say these celebs, you know, apes or punks or whatever, and, you know, essentially free advertisement for them. So it's pretty crazy to see that already. That is crazy. Maz, yeah. I think we got more to talk about more board, board apes. apes too. What what do you got from last night that happened that everyone out there should hear about? All right. So first of all, next year, dude, we are going to New York uh, <laughs> NFT no matter for what. For sure. Um, for sure. Broadcasting you know, live. Yeah. So much FOMO this week on Twitter. Just so for the board ape event looked like an absolutely amazing event. You saw it looked like a con it was a concert. You know, you saw all these celebs there. You saw everyone that owned board apes there. It was definitely the talk of the the week for sure in my opinion. So we saw uh celebs there last night. We saw Aziz Ansari was there. Little baby, he performed uh Beck performed, Chris Rock opened up and the Strokes were there. So this is crazy. You know, this was an event put together by the board apes to see the community come together probably for the first time. Um, because you know, COVID and all that. So seeing everyone come together in person, meet each other, dude, it just looked like such a blast. And you just kept seeing, yeah, look at that. It looks, it looked like such a great time. Um, definitely FOMO. So the question is, does the price fall after this event, or does the FOMO from this year's event pour into 2022? You know, talking about you know, bored apes here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, a mix of both, right? I mean, I know I know that's not a great answer, right? But I could see a yeah. little bit of a dip. We are in the bear market. And, and also not everyone went to the event, right, that owned an ape. So, mm -hmm. you know, maybe there are some people who sell now, you know, you try to lock in that profit and then you try to buy low next year, right, before the event. Um, but yeah. on the flip side, I mean, if you, if you have the money right now, and you have the FOMO, I, I feel like you're looking to buy a cheap ape and plan your trip for next year, right? I mean, yeah. there was a yacht party. There was this concert last night. There was all kinds of meet and greets. I mean, so much. And like, you got to go because you owned an ape, um, you know, so obviously you had to pay, you know, for your transportation cost. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, you were essentially able to get into, you know, one of the hottest events of the year for owning your ape. And also we saw other communities, right, benefit from, you know, N uh, uh, NYC NFT, right? And yeah, some cool of them, cats, yeah, some of them, some of them doxed themselves for the first time too, I mean, at this event. And, you know, you also had teams, right? We had Pixelvald on uh, two weeks mm -hmm. ago, Maz. And one of the things G-Funk said was that some of them had never met face-to-face, -face, yeah. right, of the team. Well, they met now. He, he had some pictures up, right, uh, of people he met from his team that he works with every day. He met for the first time in New York City. I mean, that's huge, right? There, there it yeah, is right the there. The, yep. There's the team, part of the team. I mean, they're growing like crazy. Um, but And that concert, I mean, the Strokes, Beck, Lil Baby, you got uh, two comedians, Aziz and Chris Rock. I mean, that just sounds like so much fun, so much FOMO mm -hmm. right now, Mass. 
Absolutely. You know, and little baby actually, uh, he used a serum on one of his mutants yesterday to make it, uh, he mutated it during like the event. It was pretty crazy. Um, that is insane. Yeah, but seeing the apes and seeing where we go from here, right? 2021, I feel like we're just starting. 2022 and on, I think these events are going to get so much bigger. We briefly talked about it last episode. Do they do New York, LA, San Diego? Do they kind of go worldwide, nationwide? Um, I see this as a worldwide event. You know, I could see Europe, you know, Asia, uh, US, you know, these types of events are only going to get bigger. The communities are only going to get bigger. And this is kind of a, a test run. And we're seeing how it does work. If you see this, this is a perfect example of the communities being built behind a, a freaking JPEG, you know? Yeah, and you're, you're spot on, Maz. I mean, even before they did these official events, you were seeing regional events pop up, right? Like I knew they did one in California, you know, where they yeah. had like 30 ape holders all met up, right? They they yeah. were members of the Discord. They knew they all lived, you know, in the same state. And they said, hey, let's have a, an ape event. We saw one yeah. of those in New York. Um, I talked to someone who owns an ape here in Michigan and he actually launched um, some beer cans with the ape logo, right? And he actually yeah. talked about trying to host, you know, an ape meetup in Michigan, right? So I think you're going to see the regional things pop up, whether or not they're, you know, sponsored by Board Ape Yacht Club or they're just from the community. But I think there will be some more, you know, international events. Because um, let's face it, I mean, NFTs is not just U.S. Uh, there's huge yeah. market, you know, in international territories as well. So I could see there being, you know, an ape fest. The, the big question is, you know, how many do they try to do a year? Do they try to do a couple? Do they try to rotate the location every year to keep it fresh? Um, you know, that could be something, too, where they do, you know, New York this year, next year, you know, maybe Vegas, the year after, maybe Paris or London or somewhere else, um, you know, and it, there's just so much opportunity, just such a huge, huge community. Absolutely. You know, and like you said, speaking of, you know, worldwide, I know there was some news in uh, Asia this this week, right? Yeah. So today, uh, you know, we talk about uh, celebrities getting into NFTs, musicians getting into NFTs. You know, Ticketmaster was the news yesterday we talked about, right? BTS, one of the biggest bands nice. in the world, the K-pop headliners. <laughs> They announced that they are having NFTs. So this is going to be from a company called Hybe and uh, another company, uh, Dunamu, a joint venture. So they are launching NFT photo cards that can be traded on Weverse, which is a fan-to-artist communication app. And I mean, BTS, Mass, 60 million subscribers on YouTube, 34 million followers on Twitter. Earlier this year, they broke YouTube records. Their song, Butter had 3.9 million concurrent viewers during its premiere wow. on YouTube. And it, within 24 hours, 108 million views, breaking another record. They also set a record on Spotify for the first 24 hours. I mean, I, I'm not a big BTS fan. I just don't know their music, but you hear the name. I mean, they had a McDonald's partnership earlier this year, yeah. right? You could go to McDonald's and get a BTS meal. I mean, this is further validation, right, Maz, that NFTs are, are here to stay and just growing, right? Just alone in the last two weeks, I think we've seen so many big, you know, companies and names, you know, talk about launching their own NFTs, um, you know, and I want, I'm curious to see like the utility behind it, you know, like with these guys and the, you know, fan to artist communication, uh, you know, merchandise or, you know, early access to tickets to see how this works. Um would be amazing to collide collide both worlds the utility uh the virtual world and the real world together uh it's exciting you know it, it validates the fact that nfts are here to stay uh one way or another so pretty yeah, cool great, to see that great point about tickets and merch i mean that's really the ultimate utility for for bands right if you are launching nfts and you can make it to where your holders get early access to stuff. I mean, I think Steve Aoki earlier this year, right? His NFT, yeah. he said if you owned a enough of it, which I don't think he ever said the amount, if you owned enough, you could actually be able to go to one of his concerts for free. I mean, yeah. so there's your utility right there. So I think you're going to see more musicians do that. And, and also with that being said, you know, the Ticketmaster NFTs, right? So maybe some of your bands that you know, maybe they're hesitant or haven't embraced NFTs. If they do a tour in the next year, they launch their NFTs with Ticketmaster and they see the demand, they see the money there. 
I, I yeah. think you're just going to see more bands get involved, right? Because ultimately they're going to see the benefits that they could have from this. And ultimately it's about connecting with your community, right? And if you're a musician, you got to have fans, right? To keep yeah. going or you're not going to sell albums. You're not going to sell concert tickets. So what better way to, you know, engage and build up your fan base than NFTs, which we've seen has the best communities out there. You know, it'd be pretty cool. So if you buy an NFT, let's say to a game or a concert, it's on the blockchain. If you continue to buy, let's say X amount per year, you you own, let's say you have to buy eight per year. It brings you to the next tier, 16 to the next tier, and they give you benefits. It's on the blockchain. So it's not hard to verify. Um, you can give them extra utility, which is whether it's free merch or early access or you know, build that loyalty with the NFTs and using the blockchain technology, which would be pretty awesome to see uh, these uh, artists or, you know, companies do that. So I'm, I wonder who will do it first because that's that, that makes me excited. Yeah, I, I love that call to action as uh, I think we will see that. And yeah, I mean, who's going to be first? Uh, you know, uh, if I had to pick in sports, I mean, we, we know that Mark Cuban, the Dallas yeah. Mavericks owner, He's a big believer in crypto and blockchain technologies. Um, so maybe he's got something up his sleeve. I know that they did a ticket um, earlier this year or last year uh, that everyone who went to the game also got an NFT as well. We saw that this year, the first game of the season, the Miami Heat, um, which they have a partnership with FTX, the large crypto and NFT exchange company. Everyone who was in attendance there got an NFT too. So uh yeah. You know, those are single use cases, um, but I think maybe that's the start of that trend there. Um, but definitely something something to watch. Maz, the other story I, I, I wrote on today was there is a company called Mythical Games, and they announced a $150 million funding round. They're now valued at $1.25 billion. And Mythical Games, they're building up an NFT platform where gaming companies can use their platform to launch NFTs in-game. And I love this uh, analogy. TechCrunch earlier this year, they called uh, uh, Blanco's Block Party, which is the game from Mythical, they called it Roblox meets Fall Guy meets Funko Pop. Uh, I mean, that's a great comparison. There's a picture yeah. there. They, they did a, a, a collaboration um, you know, with some, some different artists as well. And I mean, Maz, these investors, uh, you're going to know some of these names. I mean, we saw today Binance and FTX invested, uh, Anderson Horowitz, the Chainsmokers, Ryan Tedder of One Republic. And then we also saw the owners, Jonathan Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, Michael Gordon, who is a member of the, the company that owns the Boston Red Sox and Liverpool, and the Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets owners, Jor Michael Jordan and Chris Polk. I mean, I think we all oh, know Jordan. who Michael, Michael yeah. Jordan is. So Michael Jordan investing in this. And then previous investors in Mythical Games, Galaxy Digital Holdings and Gary V's Vayner Fund. So you're talking some big, big names in this company. We talk about Axie Infinity a lot, right, Maz? The, the play to earn in games. I think is just going to grow and mythical, I think is one of those companies out there to watch because they are building not only their own play to earn NFT game, but also helping other gaming companies launch play to earn NFTs. What do you think of that news? Man. So 2022 will be the year of gaming and NFTs. I think that's where we see the start of all of these things come to fruition. Um, Dude, it's 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 crazy. You know, I just see this and I can see what's going to happen already in my head. I see you're creating a whole new world of monetization for playing games and you're gamifying these games by, you know, bringing NFTs into it and collecting. We've all collected since we were kids. Now we're just doing it on a digital level. It's something that we've always wanted to do. I think it's human nature to want to collect things. And this is I mean, it's exciting. Uh, I can't wait. I mean, it's all about collectability. And I think, you know, with the, the big companies getting involved, right? Disney, Mattel, yeah. uh, Hasbro, Funko, you know, they're making these NFTs that people want to collect because they already know the brands, right? And I mean, Maz, I go back to all these interviews we've done, right? With these different teams. And when we talk to them about their early start in NFTs, one of the common themes is a lot of them got their start in NBA Top Shot. Yeah. And NBA Top Shot, right? 
these weren't art pieces. These were videos from NBA games, but everyone knows what the NBA is. They know who these players are. And there is that yeah. collectability factor, like you just said. So I, I think you're, you're right. And with these games, the other thing, you know, uh, I, I heard someone mention with, with getting into NFTs before, uh, um, I forgot who this was. I think it was G Money actually on our Mooner Bus show. G Money is a, a a punk owner. He's part of a Pleaser DAO, which now owns the the Wu Tang album. He said one of the things that drew him into NFTs was playing Fortnite. Um, you know, with some of his cousins, and they all were asking, "Hey, what skins do you have? What skins do you have?" Yeah. And he said, "I don't have any skins. Like they don't give me a benefit in the game. Why would I buy them?" But he immediately saw, "Hey." everyone is spending money on these in-game purchases because it's all about, you know, clout, right? And it's all about, you know, owning that stuff. And I think that's the same, you know, with NFTs, right? And that play to earn with the games is everyone wants to see, you know, who's your character in the game? What kind of weapons yeah. do they have? What kind of accessories do they have? And if all that is NFTs in the future, I mean, it just grows the, the evolution chain. Absolutely. You know, what's funny. So when I have my cool cat as my Twitter profile picture, I get all these cool cats to follow me. When I have whatever, whatever my profile picture is, I usually get that that community follows each other. So it's interesting to see. Also, you buy into a community, you know, you buy this NFT, you're buying into this community, you play this game, you're into the community. It's, it's also we're building these, uh, you know, virtual relationships now more than ever, you know, and they probably matter more now than they ever have before in history. So it's it's crazy to see this. Definitely. Well, all right. Anyone out there in the chat, it, it's that time, right? Let's yep. start taking communities from the chat. If you own an NFT or if you belong to a, a Discord, you're part of a community and there's a project that we haven't talked about, let us know. We'll start taking a look, maybe share some of the artwork, give some thoughts on it. Again, this is not financial advice, but who's got projects to share with us so we can look? Um and shout out, we got Martin in the chat saying, first time listening, amazing show. Thank you, Martin. Glad to have Thanks, you Martin. here. Uh, again, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time, covering NFTs. And, you know, as we said at the start of the show, uh, Maz said, you know, no interview today, right? We, we, we normally have, you know, interviews, and we've interviewed some of the biggest teams out there. But we really yeah. want to start doing more shows where we also talk about, you know, the education side of thing and projects to look at. And that's what today's show is uh, all about. We've got Young Investor in the chat. Hey, what's oh, going go. on, buddy? Shout out to you. Fantastic show, he says. Um, but yeah, let, let's uh, let's hear those projects, everyone. Oh, I, I'm seeing Fox Fam and Angry Boars in the chat. Uh, can we get up Fox Fam? Uh, I know I know that project. Haven't taken a look at it in a while. Um, but we will take a look at Fox Fam. Do you know this one, Mass? Uh, I've heard of it. Yes, I don't know it too much, but I'm curious to see. Let's do some research right now. Let me see. All right, there it is on screen. Yep, I remember this. So, 0.23 floor right now, a 10,000 project. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I I feel like I remember this community being decent size because this was one mass that I tried to mint, um, and I believe it sold out and had a pretty good uh, mint. Um, I think it was last month or the month before. Um, whoever asked that in the chat maybe can correct me here. It looks like, yep, minted. October 2nd is the date I'm seeing. Maz, what do you think of this uh, this artwork? Um, you know, it's got that cute profile picture, yep. you know, uh, look to it. So again, what are people going to buy? You know, so let's think about it this way. You know, when people join NFT World, cool cats, board apes, you know, those may be out of the price range for people. Uh, but what resembles that that has a good community, you know, that can kind of that get you that gateway NFT? What's the gateway NFT that people will buy when they come into uh, into the NFT community? This definitely meets that criteria. Just looking at it, I can see it as a profile picture. I think that's huge still. Um, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I was looking at it looks like their uh, their discord. We've got 11,000. Um, their Twitter, I think, had around 7,000. Um, you know, so a decent size. I'm not familiar with the roadmap, um, you know, or what's to come. But Maz, I think you're spot on, right? We're going to see, you know, when Coinbase launches NFTs, right? We're going to see an influx of new people to the market. And I don't think these new people are going to jump right into Bored Apes, right? I, I don't yep. think they're going to have 
34 ETH laying around. So I think they're going to go after, as you said, some of these cuter projects and PFP possibilities. And I feel like this one fits that. So at 0.23, um, you know, definitely could be uh, one to keep on watch. Uh, what is next after that? I forgot already. What was the other one um, that was said with this? Was it Ang- Angry Boars, I think? I believe so. Yeah, Fox Summer Angry Boars. Oh, I Angry love that Boars. Stuff I don't know if I, oh, yep. I, I think I, I have seen this one before too. 0.089. Yeah, I mean, it. it I don't know if this one has the cute factor, Maz. I don't. I don't know if boars qualify as uh, as cute. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, th- this one's. I, I mean, it's interesting. I. I don't know this one as well. Do you know this, Maz? No, I haven't seen this project. If anyone's listening now, though, if you guys are in these communities, have them reach out to us. Have them come on the show, yes. comment, and then we can see if we can get you guys on the show for an interview and you know just talk about the roadmap. But let's have you guys come on, come watch. Uh, Bring the community to show up here. You know, I think that's a great way to get us more familiar with these projects. Yeah. I mean, great call out, Maz. Yeah. Post in your Discord. Say, hey, let's come, you know, talk on the roadmap with with Chris and Maz. Let's share what we're doing to build up this project. Because, you know, Maz, uh, one of the unfortunate side effects we see, right, is a lot of these projects just kind of fall off. And if you're not building, if you're not building utility or value for the NFT going forward, it just kind of fades away, right? Yeah. Um, you know, unless if it's, you know, like a crypto punk, right? Where it's, you know, ultimate value, right? Because it's one of the old projects. But, uh, you know, otherwise, you know, there's got to be something there. And well, we, yeah, we definitely shout saw out. that with dads yesterday, That's right? What I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, shout out to the crypto dads. They found yeah. us through the show. They commented yes. actually. And that's how we found out about them. That's how we got them on the show. And they came on yesterday and announced a roadmap live, you know, premiered it here with us, which was amazing. Yeah. All right. What else do we got? I saw a dead fellas mentioned crypto Mori's, the humanoids, bear X. Where are we going next? Uh, I'll let uh, uh, Alyssa in the background here, pull up a, a project for us out of Let's those. Let's look at crypto Mori's. I've heard of crypto Mori's. I remember. Yeah. Cause we know dead fellas is a great project. I love dead fellas. Crypto Mori's they're somewhat new. Um, I like their art. I think they kind of got hit by the bear market a little bit, but oh, are, yep. yeah, yep. look at those. Those are cool. That's really cool. 0. Um, 0.048 I'm seeing right now, 10,000 uh, little skeletons. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. seeing uh, some cool cat influences, right? And going for the the cute factor there. Um, oh, we got we got the the ears there. We got the X's. Yeah, I mean, we got some cool traits. Um, yeah, I I don't remember this one. I do. They came out, I think, like a week or two right before we got hit with these high gas. Uh, oh, we got the, Pikachu in the yeah, house. Uh, There's the one I would be getting right there. <laughs> Pikachu. Got to catch them all, Maz, right? Exactly. No, that's a cool one. Uh, Pokemon coming soon, right, to the to the NFT world. I think I, uh, that's going to be think crazy. Pokemon has a partnership with Vive, that same company yeah. that Disney signed with. But I haven't heard any updates. But I mean, Maz, that, that's a great call. I mean, look at Pokemon Go when that launched for mobile, right? And that huge community, the games that come out on the Switch every year. I mean, yeah, let's get some Pokemon NFTs. Uh, that that would just be insane. I mean, my, my kids would uh, want to get into NFTs. Let's just say that. Absolutely. You know, question for you, Chris. So when you buy any of these profiles, you know, you come onto the NFT, you go on OpenSea. Um, do you look for rarity or do you look for aesthetic? Do you look for a profile picture? Uh, what, what what do you look for when you look at these projects here that we're looking at right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the, the biggest things is, you know, looking at the, the floor price, right? Seeing what the floor is. And then, you know, I tend to stick closer to the floor um, unless if it's a project that I minted um, like dad's, right? And I happen to get, you know, the catfish head. Um, but otherwise, you know, when the projects first unveil, you can kind of try to snipe for some of those rarity traits, right? And yeah. I, I definitely like, but for me, like, so take that last project, for example, Crypto Mori's. I don't know how rare that Pikachu is, but to yeah. me, that's one that I would want, right? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I have an attachment to that, right? Uh, I mean, oh, it looks yeah. like it I might mean, be rare based on that price. I mean, the okay, price is so, five, yeah. so I guess that answers that. But with that being said, with some of these other projects, I mean, if I want to have it as my PFP, 
It might not. Oh, they even got Teletubbies. Oh, oh those wow. are cool. Oh, and Ninja yeah. Turtles. Those are really cool, man. Oh, I my like goodness. <laughs> so these must all be like the one-on-ones then. So, uh, but I mean, yeah, to me, if I want to have it as my PFP, Spider-Man in the house, um, you know, I want it to be something that I like, right? Something I care about and something that people are going to know when I post it, right? That's the other yeah. thing. So, I mean, I, I look for traits more on a personal level than maybe a rarity level i guess uh with that being said yeah that teletubby is cute as hell um you know it's interesting though because i wonder how many people want to come in here and find their profile picture right their main profile picture we saw with the kylie jenner tweet if it is real she didn't go for the rarest one she went for one that she liked probably one that she wanted to make her profile picture on twitter um so again i think if you like a piece you know regardless of rarity if you plan to make your profile picture build a brand around it rarities don't matter too much in that regards unless you're trying to just flip it or create some you know because you can create value from an nft without having to sell it we yeah definitely in mind oh. you know when looking for a profile picture i see scott here is asking for galactic apes oh yeah i know you know that one Maz. galactic apes that's one of my uh fomo projects that i missed out on um yeah let's let's take a look at that one uh uh, it looks like it's dropped a little bit within this uh, bear market, 0.675. I remember when this one held really strong over one ETH on the floor. Uh, Maz, what do you know about um, this project utility moving forward? Oh, no. I think we lost Maz again. All right. So, yeah, Galactic Apes. Um, this was a couple months ago. This one launched. Uh, and, again, I mean, I remember this being well over one having a really good, um, you know, uh, Discord, a really strong community. Um, we got you back, Mass. Yeah, I don't know why why it keeps freezing. Uh, I, I don't remember where I don't know where I cut off, but yeah, I was talking Galactic Apes, so we're yeah, here. Share share with us, Galactic Apes. What uh, what kind of utility? What do they got uh, going forward here? Well, first of all, just from a you know aesthetic point of view, I like the art on these. I think they make a lot a great uh profile picture. I've seen a bunch of them on Twitter. So, like, for example, this one shooting the flamethrowers, I love that one. Um, or the little rainbow thing, whatever it is. I think they make great, you know, profile pictures. I think that's the first step. Um, if you hop on their Discord, their community is one of the most active communities I've seen. And this project was actually pretty crazy how it launched. So they have a Genesis piece. Um, I think it's a thousand galactic apes, if I'm not mistaken. So they closed off their Discord for the launch of 10,000 profile pictures. They didn't really market it. And they sold out in like 20, 30 minutes in the middle of the night, like a middle of the night on a weekend, which was pretty crazy. And I think that built a strong community from the get-go. Um, but I like these as a long-term project. I think they have a lot of uh, value from a profile picture level. And they meet the criteria of potentially being a blue chip in the long run. I would love to have Wes, who is the founder of this project, come on one day. And have a conversation about this project because they were supposed to announce some utility behind it soon as well where you can rent out your apes and they can earn you you know i don't know the exact details just yet but there's going to be utility as well which is cool yeah i mean we definitely like seeing utility from these projects to keep going but yeah i mean i really like that artwork um you know I, and you mentioned it maz right it's a potential pfp and you know that's something that's big right is yeah. you know people want to get involved with projects either because they like it because they want it to be their PFP or because they want to make money from it. And when you have a project that can maybe meet, you know, more than one of those, yeah. I think it really builds and creates a strong community. So uh, I see a comment here from Patrick in the chat. What NFT games that pay good like Axie? Uh, I mean, if I knew the answer to that, I might not be on this show. <laughs> um, but yeah, Axie Infinity, if you make the investment, um, you have to own three Axies. Um, I'm not sure what they're at anymore, but uh, that was something I looked at at one time. If you own three, you can play the game, you can breed them, and then you can resell them. And you're seeing a lot of you know, countries, especially uh, in the Asian market, where people are doing this as their full-time job, right? And it reminds me of some of these PC games back when I was in you know, high school, where, where people were playing them and you were earning gold and earning different, yeah. you know, things. And then you were able to sell that and kind of make, you know, some money off of it. The the one that I remember was Zed Run, um, an yeah. NFT project with the horse racing. And Maz, that one kind of fell off. I think the floor on that now is like 0.01. And for a while, 
you could have, you know, a male horse, a female horse, you could pay like 0.04 each, and, and then you could breed them a couple times a month, and you essentially could earn some, you know, some income then in the form of ETH from that. Yeah, 0 0.012. I mean, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, they might have to do something to, to really go, or this could be a supply issue. I mean, look at that. There's 142,000 horses now because yeah. you can constantly breed them. So maybe mm -hmm. they need to come up with a different breeding solution. But that was one that I knew that paid. Um, I don't know if I would say it pays good anymore, Patrick. Thank you for the question. Um, you know, Maz, are there any games out there you know, um, you know, that right now uh, pay, pay decent or similar to, to Axie? Not too familiar just yet. I know there's a lot of talks of, like we said, of new game projects coming out sometime in the next month or two or next year. I'm going to be curious to see that. But Chris, did you ever play Pokemon when you were a kid on the Game Boy? I sure did. Right. So imagine a game like that where you're staking or you're creating, I don't know, you're you're, you're evolving these Pokemon, let's say, let's say, or animals and their NFTs, and you're earning a token. I mean, I can see this being completely, I mean, game changing, you know, you're earning a certain token, you're able to monetize while playing a game. Again, I think this is huge. And I think we'll see a lot of this next year. Yeah, I mean, what about like, um, uh, like Roblox, right? Roblox has this huge community. Um, you know, they, they're essentially a, a metaverse by themselves, right? Uh, we talked about that with Facebook, you know, rebranding to meta. Um, when is Roblox going to start doing NFTs? Because, you know, again, yeah. if, if you've already got that community built and, and now you could, you know, kind of segue to that and, and mm -hmm. provide that utility, provide that income. I mean, people right now are making money creating games in Roblox. That's one of the ways you can earn money there. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's definitely something to watch. We got Mexican Crypt in the chat saying Splinterlands is a good game and been around for a while. I think I did see yeah, Splinterlands mentioned as... Um, I think they have some sort of NFT as well. Um, so that could be one uh, for us to take a deeper look at. But I do not know that one as well right now. I think it's a card-based game. Um, also, there's that parallel, um, yeah. you know, that had packs and stuff. But yeah, so, oh, yeah, play, trade, earn right here, Splinterlands. Do you know this one, Math? I don't actually, no. I'm, I'm not too familiar with this one. I love that comment, Mexican Crip. If Roblox gets into the blockchain, my son will make so much money. Same, <laughs> same, absolutely same right here. Yeah, I mean, my kids will be earning uh, earning more money from that uh, than than I am working. So, uh, yeah. Because right now it's the opposite, right? Because I have a friend who spends a lot of money on spends Roblox. so the much kids, right? on the, yeah. the Robux. Yeah, because yeah. And that's yeah. the other thing. You have to have Robux in order to play some of the games in Roblox. So again, if Roblox did NFTs, where you had to buy the NFTs with Robux. I mean, again, Roblox is publicly traded, Maz. I would be yeah. looking at the stock if that was the case because that's a huge revenue driver. Uh, what other projects did you see? I keep getting sidetracked by all the recent comments, but if I scroll back up, uh, what were some that you saw, Maz, of uh, projects to take a look at? So let's look at, so Scott brought up a great question here in the comments. EtherOrx is actually, they're the first on-chain RPG game um, and I don't know if you guys have seen it. Maybe we can pull it up here on etherorcs.com. Uh, so you stake the, the orcs, you earn Zug, which is their game token, and then you're going to be able to pillage and go through these dungeons and team up. So it's curious to see. They're going to bring out a game in the layer two sometime in the next week. Um, so, yeah, these are cool. I think this has, these have a lot of potential. The team is great behind it. And you evolve them. So it started from – it was a free mint to begin with, which was crazy. You train them or you farm them. And then, so it's going to be interesting to see the game behind it and how it's going to work. They want to bring it on a layer two for gas reasons. So this is one to keep the eyes on for sure. There was another one, Maz. Um, Galaxy Fight Club. Can we pull up Galaxy Fight Club? Um, that is one that I think is doing something similar to it's a player versus player fighting game um, where you have, you know, an avatar um, but I think if I remember right, I'll have to look at their website. I think they actually were trying to make it to where like you could bring your board ape in, right? And say all of a sudden your board ape, you get to fight with it. I mean, how crazy would that be, right? A uh, player versus player battle. Um, loser, yeah. loser loses their NFT. It's, oh my it's, gosh, uh, winner, like, winner like take, Pogs, winner take like all. Pogs. Did you ever play Pogs, man? Hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Where yeah. You, lose, you, you lose your Pogs. 
dude, this would be that would be insane. I would cry or I'd be the happiest guy ever. Oh, happened. there it is right there. We are building the Super Smash Bros for the NFT universe. I mean, anytime I see a statement like that, I mean, that's that's kind of insane. Um, but yeah, so Bored Ape, CryptoPunks, um, yeah, Lou and Blue. I mean, so you know, it, it's crazy. And the biggest question, Maz, is can some of these companies deliver on what they're saying, right? Because it all looks yeah. good on paper, right? Everyone's talking about building up a game. Who's going to get there first? Um, you know, and really right now, as we've said, Axie's kind of the one to chase, right? Because they've mm-hmm. done it successfully. And a lot of these other projects, you know, it's still in the works. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, gaming NFTs, I think we're going to, yeah, we're all still early. I think we're that yeah, phase they say now. It right there on their site. We are <laughs> yeah. still early. There it is. So I think we're in that phase now where there's a lot of promising. Uh, we'll see who delivers. I think next year we'll have a better you know, point of view of that. Um, but yeah, man, it's exciting. Again, there's so many projects out there. And I think we're in that phase now, like I said, where everyone's promising the world. I can't wait to see who actually delivers. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, yeah, that was a great call out uh, on the orcs there by Scott in the chat. Um, you know, I'm curious to see yeah, how successful that game is. Um, you know, they have a strong team, a great community. Um, I know you know that one well, Maz. Uh, and, and I'm excited to see yeah, if they can deliver on that game. Um, definitely a project to watch. What else yeah. we got, chat? I mean, keep going. We got a couple more minutes here. We want to hear about more projects to take a look at. And remember, you know, let us know, hit up Benzinga, share it in your discord. We want the biggest communities on this show, right? We've already had huge interviews with big, big teams that have launched successful projects, but we, we need more, right? We want to hear from these other communities. And I mean, Maz, it's kind of like me with stocks, right? I'm pretty knowledgeable about companies, about stocks, but I don't know them all. And and I learn about them from the community, right? That happens on, you know, some of our other shows, So I want to learn about some of these other NFTs that I haven't heard of because I want to, you know, do my own research and get involved. Yeah. Connect us to your community through the Discord or on Twitter or come up over here. Uh, We'd love to see some projects. I'm sure there's some out there, Chris, that are probably really great that we've never heard of. Um, So it's always, you know, we're always keeping our eyes open and, you know, trying to see what's out there that's, you know, trending. Uh, I see the humanoids here. Someone's mentioning that. We have a comment from DEDD. All right, we might have to take a look at that then. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get humanoids up. Oh yeah, I remember these. I know I've seen these before. Yep, it's a ten thousand project. We got a floor of point three one right now. Um, I mean, these are kind of interesting. Uh, you know, they they've got the background colors, they've got the different traits on them. I don't know if you know these jump out. I I don't remember seeing these as anyone's PFP. What about you, that's man? That's the thing. No, that's the thing, right? I think these 3D models they don't make great PFPs, man. And you know the art may look cool. Um, we've seen Mecca, for example, too. I haven't seen, yep. dude. I saw Mecca versus PFPs like the first week. I haven't seen anybody with a Mecca versus. Uh, oh my gosh, I haven't picture. Looked, I haven't looked at Mecca. What's Mecca point? Oh, we're back over one, Maz. One point yeah. zero five for Mecca. I didn't know we went back over. They had a nice little bounce back, but you know, just, I feel like I haven't seen any profile pictures of them on Twitter. We're pretty active in the NFT community. So we are, we see a lot of, you know, certain projects and that's always a bullish sign. Um, But yeah, is it because these three models don't make good profile pictures? I don't know, but yeah. So humanoids, um, whoever asked that in the chat, I mean, let us know, um, you know, what is the, is there future utility here? And again, I mean, this was a 0.08 mint and the floor is 0.31. So it's not like it's, you know, nothing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they're going to do, you know, any uh, airdrops coming up. It looks like their roadmap was, you know, a, a basic one, right, of merch, um, community giveaways and raffles. Um, mm-hmm. And then it looks like they were going to do, um, yeah, community wallet. Um, but what's next? Let us know. What's next yeah. for humanoids? Um, you know, in the chat there, if if you own this, um, what's the discord like, right? Uh, how active is it? You know, are, are the, are the mods and the creators, are they sharing, you know, daily updates? Are they telling you what's coming next? Maz, this discord's 47,000 people for humanoids. Um, yeah. so I don't, I don't know. And you know, 29,000 on uh, Twitter. Um, I was trying to look at their Twitter to see if they've uh, done some recent updates or not. Oh, they, they did a Halloween contest. I, I'm seeing mm-hmm. that. Uh, 
I, I like the communities that are doing that. I feel like that's an easy one, right, Maz? I mean, if you're an NFT project, do a Halloween contest, right? Tell people to yeah. either carve their pumpkins or dress up as there it is right there. Tell people to dress up, right, as the NFTs. I mean, I think that's so easy to do. You know, that's a great question. I mean, that's a great point, Chris. So, you know, we talked about earlier in October of a Halloween pump for certain projects. Is there going to be a holiday pump for certain projects, like a Thanksgiving or Christmas pump for specific projects? Are we looking out for that kind of like a as a catalyst? What do you think? I mean, I think the ultimate one to to take a look at then, Maz, would be that that bear, right? If we're talking Christmas, if we're talking winter time, yeah. uh, you know, winter bears, we saw, you know, as a hot project, you know, earlier this year, uh, I think maybe that could be one to watch going into Christmas. And also, I'm shocked there hasn't been like a Santa project yet or a, you know, a Thanksgiving or a holiday one. Um, yeah. Not to say those would be successful because, again, you run into seasonality. Um, yeah. But otherwise, some of these projects, like look at Doge Pound, right? Doge Pound did, you know, a Halloween uh, you know, version of their existing project. I think that's something these teams could do too. Um, again, it is a lot of work for artists, right? To come up with all those extra traits and stuff, but I, I think it's something to watch. And yeah, I, I, I like that comment right there. DJ DNA, eventually yeah. holiday PFP will be equal to decorating your home, but everyone <laughs> can see your PFP. That is a great call out, right? Uh, I know a ton of people who decorate for holidays. You put up Christmas lights, right? And the only people that can see them are the ones who drive by your house, right? So you're spending all this money on Christmas lights for the, you know, however many cars that come past or your family that comes to your house. But yeah, if you can do these holiday PFPs, I mean, all your followers on social media are going to see them. Um, so it's definitely something to, to watch there. What do you think of that comment, Matt? So should I buy a winter bear and bring it out twice, two months out of the year as my profile picture? I think that's hilarious. I love that. I'll probably do that, actually. That's hilarious. Like, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. you know, and also, or do you just constantly rotate? Like, that's the other thing. You know, do you do you buy a winter bear now, use it as your profile picture for, for winter, and then sell it, and then next yeah. year do the same thing, right? Or do you keep it year-round knowing that the value may drop after the season's over? Dude, that's awesome. I love that idea. I think that's a great idea. Good stuff, DJ DNA. Um, let's talk really quick. Scott had a question before that. So upcoming drops. There's a Bear X drop. They have 100K in the Discord. Uh, they were hacked. I don't know if you remember, Chris. They were hacked last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, hacked Discord do, and Twitter, right? Both and Twitter for a, yep. for a while, too. Not just like a five-minute hack. It was like a 12-hour hack. Do they make a comeback from this? What do we think? Well, didn't they change their pricing though too after yes, the, after the hack? Did. See, did. I I didn't love that, Maz. Um, yeah. Also, I, I'm a little hurt because I drew a sweet looking picture of a bear. I know you saw it, Maz. A sweet <laughs> looking picture it. of a bear to try to get yeah. on this whitelist, and I didn't make it on the whitelist. So uh, exactly. Uh, I mean, that's a cool looking DJ though in that picture though. Yeah, shout out Tropics. That's a DJ. <laughs> He's in our Discord. So shout out him. He's doing so. Discord DJs are a thing now. You know, doing yeah. uh Doing parties for your community seems to create a lot of engagement. So any communities out there, that's a great tip to engage the community, throw, throw a DJ party for sure. Yeah, shout out um, to Tropics. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I drew a picture of a bear um, because- I wish I could find it. Did you text I, you know, it to I, me? I, I, I probably did. Otherwise- Let me see if I, I can pull it up. I, I probably deleted it from my phone. I will say that. So uh, let's see. I'm going to look for it. <laughs> yeah, but- uh, yeah, they had a contest and it was one of those to try to get around the bots, right? Because a lot of discords, I mean, again, Bear X is a discord with 100,000 people. How Found many it. of those? Found oh, it. No. oh, no. I'm going to show it on camera. Do I'm going to show it on camera. Go for it. Go for it. Let's see if it zooms. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Chomp. There it is. There's my sweet looking oh, bear, everyone. Man, that's hilarious, I mean, dude. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you give someone whitelist for drawing a bear like that? I know I yeah. would. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time on that bear. But yeah, I mean, they did this this thing, Maz, right? Where it was to get on their whitelist, you had to be one of the first X number of people to yeah. draw a picture of a bear, exclamation chomp, and your Discord handle on it. And then you had yeah. to submit it. And the quickest people to do that got on the whitelist. And despite my quick drawing of the bear, I did not make it on. Um, but I'll be watching Barracks. I mean, they do have a big community. I, I want to see if they can recover. But Maz, I mean, 
raising their price right now in the middle of a, I mean, I hate to say it because I don't mean the pun, but a bear market. Um, I just don't know if that's the right move here. I mean, I do feel bad for anyone who minted during the hack. So I know they're trying to raise some funds to help those people out, but yeah. I don't want to pay more than originally expected on this project. What do you think, Maz, of the, the higher cost now? Yeah, I mean, so the higher costs after the hack seems like they're putting the, the the their mistake on the community, which I am not a fan of. Um, you know, their community is engaged. Uh, hopefully they find ways to bring utility. And, you know, if they can build a good project around this, then in two months, this will just be, you know, a tiny block on the road. But given current marking conditions, it just, you know, brings that risk that much higher. Um, you know, I think minting nowadays, you have to really like a project, you know, you're willing to hold, you're willing to see go down in value just because of current conditions. Um, you know, just so a lot of that flipping for short term profit. I don't think we're seeing that yet. So if you really like this project, you like the art, the community, by all means, go for it. If you're just trying to make a quick buck, I probably wouldn't mint this. Um, just my point of view. Yeah, great points, Maz. Well, all right, guys, we went a couple minutes over. Um, thanks to everyone in the chat today. You know, shout out to our community that we're trying to build up here again. The roadmap, yeah. Benzinga's new NFT show, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. So Maz, we will be back next week on Tuesday. And I don't want to spoil anything, but I know we do have some interviews set for next we week. Do. So we have uh, some big guests. definitely stay tuned, everyone. And as always, you can follow me or Maz on Twitter. Our handles are there in the parentheses. And again, shout out to everyone in the chat. And we will see you next week. Um, and definitely, uh, you know, stay tuned if you are into stocks. We have pre-market prep at the close coming up where Spencer and Joel will recap the entire day of trading. So don't go anywhere, everyone. Uh, take care, and we will see you next Don't miss your free chance to tune into Benzinga's very own bootcamp series on November 20th. If you're looking to dive into new concepts and grow your account, this one's for you. 